The Women's Creative dares their listeners to hurdle their dreams. Tune in to our weekly podcast to hear from individuals who are breaking down barriers, solving problems, and making the world a better place. Hear the stories of these business owners who chose to take the road less traveled. Join us for Not There Yet. Welcome to episode two of season two of Not There Yet. This is Lindsay. And this is Bianca. All right. Well, buckle up. This is a super sweet episode you're about to listen to. Oh my God. From like one of the sweetest, most humble people I think we know that are in our community for sure. So sweet. Miss Pat of Patty's Cheesecake. She is a gem for the world. She really is. And she, you know, her her slogan is, is it a reason to smile? Something like that. Yeah. But it, that means we need to go to Patty's Cheesecake so we can see it in person. I know, right? She mm-hmm. has a whole mural of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, seriously, not only her cheesecakes make you smile, but just her spirit and just her care for others and her customers always makes you smile. Like you literally have no choice but to be happy. And I love that her gift to the world, which is her cheesecake and her kindness, was inspired by her family and the legacy of her dad and her grandma. So we can't wait for you to hear that. There's also a saucy bit about what her favorite dessert uh, is. is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So enjoy episode two with Pat Upchurch of Patty's Cheesecake. Miss Pat. The Women's Creative couldn't be more excited to record our weekly podcast at Shock City Studios. Their large format studio specializes in music, podcasts, and audiobooks. If you're looking for a space for you, call Shock City Studios. Hey, hey, hey. We are now here with Miss Pat, which I like to call her Miss Pat from Patty's Cheesecakes. How you doing, Miss Pat? I'm doing well. How you doing? Well, thank you. We also have Lindsay. Hi. Pat, Miss Pat, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The world is better with you in it. It really is. Well, you guys are my reasons to smile today, so we're all good. I love that. Speaking of, that's your tagline, isn't it? It is. I love it. I love it. Okay, well, let's dig into it. So, Miss Pat, can you just give our listeners sort of a background on Patty's Cheesecakes and just tell us how you got to be where you are today? Well, it started with... um, a handsome young guy and a handsome lady, my dad and my grandmother. My dad was a famous chef at the Chase. Wow. Okay. He taught me how to cook. I started when I was nine years old on a stair step. <laughs> and then my grandmother was the matriarch dessert person in our house, in our family. So she made all the dessert. And so when she decided she wasn't going to make any of the desserts, she said, I was like, oh, that would be a problem. So she gave me her recipes and her mixers. So how cool was that? And um, hence, I started making, I was already cooking and baking, but I started making her desserts from her recipes. And uh, truth be told, I don't even know really why I landed on cheesecake as for the business because I was making all of it. But more so, I started Patty's Cheesecakes because it is my grandmother and my father's legacy food bringing people together specifically desserts and forth um and so that's how we got started i love you know you started with families and friends Mm -hmm. you know hey that's good i'm like that's grandma's cheesecake it's not mine (laughs) like can i buy one (laughs) you make me one like sure sure and you know how it goes one thing leads to another and it's like Mm -hmm. oh well i'm in my kitchen and i have to make 50 cakes this weekend 
this this is getting to be a little something. I love it, but we need a little space. So when so, did you yeah. fir- when did you first start selling Patty's cheesecake? Do you remember what year that first I want to buy that this first cheesecake one? was? Uh, well, I had a personal chefing business in two thousand two, so I used to be a personal chef. Um, so wow. probably like five years after that, like two thousand seven ish, six ish kind of thing. Um, so I was kind of already doing, you know, doing stuff two thousand two, but like the cheesecake kind of became something. I didn't officially start the business until two thousand thirteen, so that's where we owned it. Okay, <laughs> love it. Personal chef. So oh, this this podcast is all about journey, mm-hmm. and so like. I would not have known that you were at any point in your life a personal chef. Obviously, you grew up in a family of chefs and cooks and bakers. So tell us a little bit more. How long were you a personal chef for? Well, technically, if you go like Google or Google, you'll still see Chef For You. That's the name of the business. It still exists. I just set it aside. So like, if you know, if I was a personal chef for you or your friends and I did a place for you, you, you might ask me and I might still say yes. Wow. Because I still I'll- can do it. Oh, that's I'm going to ask you after this, after this interview. <laughs> but um, anyway, so 2002 was when I started that. So I used to go, the main crux of that business was I used to go into people's homes and create meetings for them and do meals for them and for their family events. And then I did small events. When I say small, I would like to keep it, uh, I used to like to keep it 75 to 100 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even if it was smaller, of course, that was sweeter. But uh, that's what I did. So we went into people's homes and we built menus and we made their food for them on a weekly basis. And then we did all their parties, stuff like that. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. fun. And it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's like, you know, you just, you, you kind of just choose things along the way. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> um, I understand that. Yeah. You know, I I really respect how, you know, I think there there are a lot of people that probably grew up in their families cooking, but I respect how you took it and ran with it and like started a business like that leap of faith. A lot of people like struggle with and are challenged by. So the fact that you were just like, you know what, you know, I'm just going to like stick with this and keep going. And I think that goes back to this, this concept of legacy and like how important that is and like continuing that legacy on not only just the legacy of like these recipes but also building a brand and a business that you can pass on to your kids and your kids' kids um tell us a little bit more about that purpose that's exactly what we're doing because my and i I won't forget to talk about my my mom my mom is great she can cook too but she she wasn't a chefy person like my dad used to work all day he worked with the chase i think i said that and he used to work all day my mom used to cook here and there but my dad loved to cook so he would work all day and come home and cook a five-star meal because wow. he wanted to. Wow. So my mom didn't really have to cook most of the time because he wanted to cook. Um, so I'm always, it's always important for me to say that because mm-hmm. it's not that she can't cook. My dad wanted to cook and he loved and he made five-star meals every day. That's how my so husband is. He special. will never let me cook because he yes. loves to cook and therefore people don't like he loves cook. It. <laughs> yeah, he, he <laughs> loves it. So um, to say that, and my dad, I mean, like, he could cook for 200 and 300 people, like, in a week. Like, it was nothing for him. That's special. He would just, special. like, he would do, like, I'm just thinking an easy example for me of, like, family reunions. Like, think, and my family is big. Like, just think, won't go into, you know, make it longer. But it's nine of us. So, I have seven brothers oh, wow. and a sister. So, it's nine of us. So, 
at one point, my grandmother lived with us, and there was always somebody at our house. So, like, it's a big family, right? So mm-hmm. My dad used to cook all the food. Like, we would have breakfast. Everybody come over. We had a big house. He would do, you know, all the barbecue. All of it. All by himself. <laughs> I because he been, wanted to now. should have been at your house, Miss Pat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I mean, you know, we, we would do things here and there. But, like, he, he held the weight. I could put it like that. Yeah. He held the weight. And there was always... And the idea with Patty's cheesecake, I think the cheese part, you know, like I'd be smiling because that's how my dad and my grandmother was. Like it was always someone at our table. Like as far as I can remember, there was someone at our table, meaning like someone that wasn't part of our family. Like mm-hmm. whether it was a neighbor or my brother's friends or my friend or someone my dad just saw on the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like literally it was that. somewhere at our table. So it became common for us us as a family like someone was always at our table and so you know in our family you know it was around a table that it was building community and there was loving on people and it was all over a meal right so that that's mm-hmm. kind of what we want to do and, and I always say if that is cheesecakes you know we want you to leave us with that sense of feeling like you're coming to buy some cheesecake oh by the way you get some good cheesecake but really it's the sense of community um making someone have a you know, you have them and smile today. Like it's something simple, like very simple. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, my dad, you know, we always say like, you can help somebody in the smallest way. You can help them in a big way. So we're just helping somewhat in small ways, but it can carry, it can carry on. So people have a more positive experience. You, you know that. what, when I think about impact, you know, we always think changing the world or like making this mm-hmm. huge impact on like thousands and thousands of people but like it most times if not all times it always starts at home it starts mm-hmm. in your neighborhood it, sp- yeah. it starts with it starts your, na- your table yeah. yeah at your table i mean just like i mean you know it's it's these are bad things that people don't know like you know if you smile at somebody it's just a conclusion that the odds is 99 percent they will smile back yeah like mm-hmm. And even if they don't smile back, the smile actually impacts them. Mm-hmm. Like, because you, you know, you, in a sense, gave them a moment of joy or of happiness or smile. And so that's what we're trying to do because then it's like, oh, it's like a, you know, it's like dominoes. It's like, oh, it, it may not happen in the zone, but like, it could, it could make that person be like, oh, okay, today's not that bad. You know, it, it's a good day. <laughs> what a, you know, yeah, sure. okay, just literally that person smiled at me. And then, you know, at the literal business side, past cheesecake, like I said, oh, by the way, you get a good, a good piece of cheesecake, too. You know, I know. Love letter to St. Louis. It is. I love it because I know I'm always smiling and cheesing when I'm biting into that blueberry lemonade cheesecake. Yeah, blueberry. I was gonna mention that. Oh, (laughs) it's so good. It is to live for. A couple weeks ago, my dog got out of our fence, out of our yard, and uh, my neighbor caught him. And so I gift, I brought them little petites home, and they won't stop talking about it. I was like, you gotta go to City Foundry and buy some more because the rest are mine. But even just like that, Lindsay, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, like, someone took care of your dog for you. Like, that stuff goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Like, something, a simple act of kindness goes a long way. For sure. And so that's what we're just trying to reinforce because that's how it was in our family. Like, my dad, like, even my dad, I don't know if I said, my dad and my grandmother have passed away. My mom is still living. Like, even when my dad, this sounds kind of crazy, but when my dad passed away, like, we knew that, but, like, literally, like, Everybody couldn't talk, but like 
it's like people like, oh, I remember Mr. Andrew, when we didn't have any groceries, he came and just fetch the groceries on the steps. I remember he came and painted our house. I remember, like, that was my dad. Like, he always, it was not just food, but but mostly food, but that's what he did, like, always. If you needed some help, you needed $5 for gas, he would give you $5 for gas. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's, that's just, community well, at its that's finest. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm, yeah, sure. and that was, that was, that's what I experienced. So I'm all about community and building community, you know. It's small and big, but that's what we are. Amazing. You are definitely making St. Louis a better place. Yes, indeed. Uh, what would you? We s- love St. Louis. What would you say? And you know, I think I can guess what what this may be. But uh, okay. what's your great? What would you say is one of your greatest accomplishments? Oh wow! Well, <laughs> that's a whole different subject. But uh, and you yeah. and day in and day out, these smiles, these cheesecake, the way you serve people in the community, mm-hmm. those are all accomplishments. So I know it's hard to pick one, and if you can't think of one, that's okay. Actually, um. It, it, it's not just one, but to kind of, I guess, stay in the same where we are. But that really would be my greatest accomplishment. Like, uh, one of the things I'm proud of, I guess, is, is that, like, for me, it's somewhat natural. But, like, naturally just being able to really make a difference in somebody's life. And that's not necessarily that she's of other things as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know you guys have heard this phrase, everybody has a story, be kind. So that's kind of a... Another mantra in my life, like everybody has a story behind. So I like helping people. So and that's so apparent in the things you do really? and your legacy. It's truly like the. So that's what I like. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. like yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of an example, but without getting extra personal. But like I don't mind being personal. But like you know, somebody saying like you know, coming six months later, a year later, like you know, that gesture that you did that like changed my life. That's a big deal, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. to me it wasn't as a big deal to them as it is to me as it is to them. I'm just that I just want to help you, right? Mm-hmm. But like this literally changed your life. Like it changed your life. So yeah, so that, I would say that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think that's the nature and the spirit of your business, and just in who you are. Like when people encounter you, that's why I love when you're actually at City Foundry. Not that your employees aren't great, but like when you're there, like you really like embody that spirit of kindness. Yeah. We need some more of that. Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. So if someone ended this podcast, having learned one thing about you, what would it be? Oh, wow. Besides all that other stuff. I know what we learned a lot. (laughs) We learned so much. (laughs) (laughs) But it could be anything. Uh, I'll give you something. I guess it's kind of interesting and oddly funny because like we was, I won't say of course, but you guys would think. We get the, I get this question all the time, like, what is your favorite? <laughs> what is your favorite cheesecake and all this? Well, yes. And then people are like, and I'm like, well, I don't really have a favorite. First of all, I come up with the flavors. So I, I like them all in their own way. But then they go even deeper. Sometimes I kind of mess with people up, and then they look at me like I'm crazy. And I think it's kind of funny. And then I'll make it fun. Because I'm like, actually, I don't really love cheesecake. And I don't. What? Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. My, fa- my favorite dessert is pound cake with whipped cream and strawberry. Okay. Ooh, well, that's a that's good a dessert. That's a fire dessert, mm-hmm. too. But not so, like, cheesecake? It's not the, I don't, 
oh, I, of course I love cheese. I mean, I, I, I love cheesecake, but it's not my favorite dessert. That is my favorite. Do you so, think it's because you think, make it so frequently and you probably taste things all the time that you're just like, okay, it's just cheesecake, whatever? Well, I, no, I think it's because, I mean, that's where I landed. Like, I'm talking about, as I said, like, I've been baking cooking since I was nine. Mm-hmm. And like, even my grandmother, you know, she made cheesecake, she made pound cake, she made confidence, she made carrot cake, she made, you know, all these cakes, mm-hmm. lemon cake, all that. She made all these things. So cookies, all that. So you know, my palate has been everywhere and that pound cake is like my favorite. So I've always had cheesecake. That's what I'm saying. So like, mm-hmm. it's it's just my favorite. Yeah. But I do love a good cheesecake now. That's what I'm, <laughs> I, I think you have to. We've just tied you with cheesecakes. Like that's all we know you as. So when you say pound cake, which I, I love too, it, I it's, it's hard to grasp a little bit. <laughs> it is. I know. I know. I thought it I was just okay. Well, and that just that Learn, shows how much learning ser- something. Well, that's how much of a serving spirit you have. You make your not favorite dessert day in and day out because <laughs> St. Louis loves it so much. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's your greatest accomplishment. Um, yep. And we're so grateful. Yeah. You are. Well, Miss Pat, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your story. And we know that like you are not there yet. This is the road less traveled. I mean, your journey is, is you're still on it and you've already accomplished We're still so much on in it. it. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. It was such a treasure to talk to you. You too, you guys. And then come get some free cheesecake. Ah! Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hold, this, hold on. We're coming. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Miss Pat, and thank you for tuning in to Not There Yet, where we interview individuals who are breaking down barriers, solving problems, and making change all on their own terms. These are the stories of business owners who took the road less traveled. Thank you. Thank you.